0: The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and... the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, August 29th. Time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, just get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. online for today. We're kicking it off in just a minute with Captain Jay Lobes. He's been chasing big king salmon out the gate. He'll tell you all about that. Maybe a little bit about the halibut action in the bay, too. Captain Steve Mitchell's been running up the coast. He's chasing kings. He'll join us after that. And of course, we're going on The Real Magic on Monday. We got to talk to the captain of The Real Magic out of Bodega Bay this morning. We'll be talking to Merlin Kolb. And then we're moving on to Fisherman's Warehouse. Alan fong has got our What's Hot and What's Not segment. And there's a lot going on. James Netzel will hook up with us from Boca. Tim Anderson from Dixon at the Pacific Flyway Supply. Big sale starting today. He'll tell you all about the deals he's got. And Richard Burton just got back from an Eastern Sierra Silver and Crowley Lake trip. He'll tell you about the great action they've had. Dave Hurley's got all the freshwater opportunities for big fish. And lots of fish. He'll go through an itemized list of places that you should be heading if you can get away. Then we'll take you to Stampede and to the Sacramento River for King Salmon fishing. And there's more, lots more. But let's not waste any time. Let's head to the Berkeley Marina. Hell, he's already probably in line getting bait. And hook up with the man himself from Right Hook Sport Fishing, Captain Jay Lopes. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Captain. It looks like Captain just went bye-bye.
2: Let's. Well, you punch it up in there. Did buddy. you press the wrong button already? There oh, look go. a dial tone. There's a the dial tone. He'll be calling us <laughs> Did back. Did you press the wrong button on the first guest? I, you're I off don't, to a. I don't believe so. No, you're off. You're that, off.
1: That to was only one time. that was lit up. You're off to a pretty good start. Well,
2: he's on there right now. Bring him up yourself,
1: Chris. And now we've got Captain Jay Lopes joining us. Good morning, Captain.
3: Good morning, Tim. Not sure what
1: happened there. Yeah, well, what the heck. Here. It's typical. It's the way it works when you're doing live radio, my friend. Where are you at? Are you in the bait line, or are you still loading up your boat
3: with clients? You know what? We are actually uh, in the bait line. We're going to do something a little different here today.
2: Uh... Uh-oh. We
1: she
3: certainly are doing something... Bad-
2: must be a bad connection in the bay. He can run an, a Lawrence Live 16. He can't run an iPhone. <laughs> he's having a hard well, time Well, I know there.
1: what he's up to. He's going to be working in the bay today, I guess. Yeah. Or just maybe up and down the coast. He's either going to do the halibut or he's going to do the rock and ling cod thing. The salmon fish has been good out there, and we'll be talking to rock Steve. and ling cod fish has been good. Well, really I, good. And that's what Mike Ogney did on The Real Magic yesterday. They went out and got salmon and went out and did the rock and ling thing, too, and had some monster fish. But,
2: can we go do rock and ling and then go do salmon? Because I'd wait. I'd rather eat Rocket League. I know you would too. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> I can
1: leave the salmon behind, but my exactly. wife likes it occasionally. Yes, she does. So. No, Mr. Lopes, is uh, he's been running around out there getting the king salmon. And it's kind of slowed down a little bit. They're starting to wonder what's going on. But the fish are pigs. Big ones. We'll be talking to Steve Mitchell in a few minutes. A lot 30, of 20. 34,
2: 35 pounder. Yeah. yeah, a lot of fish in that 20 pound range right now we're seeing. Uh, and bigger. And yeah.
1: bigger. And Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing is just one of those guys that's out there in them all the time. But what he's got, he's got customers that say, well, I'd really like to get some white meat fish right now. So they're going out and they take care of that business. And mixing it up is exactly what they like to do. Because if they can go out
2: and get both species at the – bring him up. Well, and they have to – there's hook restrictions. The folks have to know there's hook restrictions and tackle restrictions. So everybody on the boat has to be fishing for one or the other. Exactly. Well, Captain, you're mixing it up today, and I lost you. What are you mixing it
1: up doing?
3: Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, we're going to – we're getting some live bait, and we're going to go up the coast and – Get a, get some rockfish, hopefully a handful of link on, and then we're going to start trolling for salmon. Yeah. That's the order you got to do it in. That's what so, saying.
1: Sounds like the plan, absolutely. I know the same thing's happening up at Bodega Bay right now, too. Uh, your buddy Steve Mitchell pulled out a 35 yesterday. What are you seeing as far as monster fish out there?
3: There's a lot of beautiful fish. I mean, every day is different. Um, I'd say this week overall the grade has been more, uh, we call them schmediums. They're like about, I don't know, 12 to 18 pounders with occasional 20 pounder. Last week, I don't know if we talked last week, but uh, last week we saw a lot of 20 to 30 pound class fish, a lot of them, a lot of 25 pounders. Uh, we had a school that came through, I think it was last uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they were all just big, big salmon. Um, and, you know, that's how it's been this season a lot of big fish, and uh, you can't complain when you go out there and Like Steve got a thirty-five pounder. What a what a fish, man! And there there's (laughs) potential for bigger.
1: And and there's absolute pigs out there. You know, bigger have already swam by, and bigger are still coming. That's the cool thing about the salmon fishing. You never know what you have. Of course, you've got the best opportunity for them out there in the ocean when they're the liveliest and the most aggressive. Hell of a battle out there for a big fish, aren't they?
3: Oh man, they they give everyone a run for their money. You know, usually you know when you have a big one on because one they're you're going to hook up and you can't get the rod out of the rod holder. Two, they're going to take off a ton of line. You're going to think you have a thresher shark on, but then it slows down and you got your big old salmon on the hook. And then three, they're going to stay deep and they're going to give you a run for your money. And uh, the biggest deal when fighting those big ones, I know it's hard not to fight them for a long time, but you don't want to fight them for a long time. Uh, the longer you fight them, the long, you know, with the barbless hook, you start making that hole a little bigger and really makes for, uh, you know, sometimes you do lose them. But uh, try to get those bigger ones in and get the fish to the net and. It's done. It's, it's a good fish. You take your picture and put them on ice.
1: The sooner you can get them to the boat, in that case, the lactic acid stops building up, and that's what kind of breaks down the meat a little bit if that lactic acid stays in the muscle too long. So he's exactly right. As soon as you can get it up to the boat, get it in there and get it into the net if you can. But remember, they got a lot of vinegar in them and a few other things to make them fight really hard and for long periods of time. And then one of the most important things, Jay, is I'm sure you're bleeding out your fish for your clients.
3: We do. We bleed them uh, right away. Uh, Kevin cuts the gills as we get one in the boat, and then, you know, if we get a lull in the action, we actually gut our fish as soon as we can. We get the guts and the, the gills out of them to take care of that meat for everyone. If, if you have a salmon, especially in the ocean, you let it sit with the guts in it, just breaks down the meat, and it's not the best quality. So we uh, we pump water on them, um, and then uh, we get the guts out of them, and then we keep them cool, cool the rest of the day, and then. It ensures the best table fare possible because you are paying a lot of money to come out fishing, and you want to make sure you got a got a lot. You know, you can get your value out of your fish, and uh, that's what we try to do for the people here. Well, but, it works. Uh,
1: it works out real good for you guys. Now, I know that you're kind of leading the way when it comes to salmon fishing here because you're going to be making a move here pretty soon, aren't you?
3: Yeah, we got a couple weeks that uh, we only have until the 13th of uh, September, and then we're going to finally wrap up our season. We uh, hung out down here an extra two weeks. Uh, a little bit longer than we normally do um, but we're going to stay down here through the 13th then we're going to start fishing our metro salmon which we're uh, kind of getting excited for to tell you the truth um i'm to the point now that with the size of these fish if they're this big in the ocean just imagine when they get in the, the river those females can be packing on a few more pounds and it's going to be awesome to hook into a monster right there in downtown Sacramento. Now, they'll and, be, uh, we they'll can't be, wait for that.
1: They'll be hooking 30, 40-pounders. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be a lot of fish pulling through the system, and there's going to be some fatties just like in this studio this morning. <laughs> oh, boy. Captain <laughs> yeah, Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. Folks, get on board now in the saltwater, or if you want to get out and get into some rock and cod. But in a couple of weeks, it's all about the river action starting right here in the Sacramento area. He'll be running around down here, and you'll be catching them just like they do in Alaska. Jay, give them all the hookup info so they can find out more and book a trip with you right away.
3: Yeah, give us a call: 417 nine one six four one seven five six seven zero, and on the web at right dot uh, com, and uh, check us out on Facebook. and And we're all, all you know, we're also taking reservations for fall sturgeon. I know it's a little early yet, but we're gonna we got that right in the back of our mind too. So. Uh, Hopefully we see everyone soon, and stay safe and uh, get out on the water.
1: Get out there and bang them. Have a great day on the water, Captain. Take care. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. He's going to have a boat full of fun, no question about it. All right, a quick break right now. When we come back, we're taking you out to hooking you up with Hooked Up Sport visions. Captain Steve Mitchell right after this. He caught a big one yesterday.
4: It's ocean salmon time. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook. Birthed at Berkeley Marina for an enjoyable day of Ocean King salmon action or fishing on the productive halibut and striper waters of San Francisco Bay. One of the fastest six-pack boats on the bay and out of the gate, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed cabin that easily accommodates up to five anglers. Right Hook keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. King salmon, halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book your ocean salmon trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com.
5: Fisherman's Warehouse, and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
6: Got to love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us, so if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now,
7: more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson.
1: Well, you heard Captain Jay Lopes. Finally, I was able to get a good connection with him, and the action has been pretty good. He'll be moving inland, but one of the guys that probably isn't going to move inland as fast is one of the captains that's having a spectacular time out in the ocean catching king salmon right now. Let's go live right now to Hooked Up sport fishing and Captain Steve Mitchell right now. He caught some pigs yesterday. We'll have him tell you all about it. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, Guy, what did it feel like holding a 35-pounder for your clients on board yesterday?
8: Oh, man, that was absolutely great. It just, uh, man, just looking at these big fishes coming down right now, Seth, man, you know, the adrenaline is definitely pumping i'll tell you that
1: much well you got my adrenaline pumping pretty good by sending me those photos this morning monster chrome bright deep fat fish that are just ready for the barbecue man no question about that and still lots of good running of fish uh, coming through the system and they don't seem to be racing up the rivers real fast they're probably just waiting for a little fresh head of uh rain or a shower or something to get them to really scoot on up steve how far are you having to travel i know you went out and you're heading north today
8: oh uh, yeah well, so we're going on the north side basically because that's where those big fish are coming down from but uh we're fishing right off the bar as well as up in the duxbury area uh, those fish yesterday was i guess you could say uh not far from stenton beach and uh we wasn't. We were, really wasn't out there in no deep water. Those fish was in like shallow water. We were getting those fish at like probably about I guess about twenty pools or so. So you know, uh, if guys are hugging in t- hugging in tight and everything, and uh, trying to make a few things happen, that would be the way to go if you're trying to get these big ones right now because the bait is up on the surface and this has been really good here lately. So.
1: How deep so are the fish? To today. How deep are the fish holding, and how deep is the water you're fishing
8: over? Um, well, so the bigger ones, the real, real big ones are, most of them are at the bottom because this water is still kind of warm a little bit, you know, so that water is a lot cooler down at the bottom. But then at the same time, you got some of them that's coming up to the surface that's up on that bait, that's up, you know, like I said, that's up on top, and uh, we've been knocking them down. That 35 came at about, I want to say, 45 pools, so... That wasn't too bad for us, uh, like trying to get down there and trying to get up in them. So I guess our range yesterday would be from 20 to about, yeah, about 46 pulls, and it was pretty good for us.
1: Well, that's outstanding. Uh, lucky client that caught that fish, I would imagine they're
8: still smiling. Uh, I'm sure he is. That was his first time ever salmon fishing, oh. and that was his first salmon ever caught. Well, you've ruined
1: him for the rest of his
8: life. Yeah, Way to go. He was- he was super stoked. These guys were all uh, airline pilots from uh, out of uh, Travis Air Force Base, as well as some of them work for uh, Delta and part-time in the military. But so it was a little group they all put together and everything. They just wanted to see how it was. They had heard about us out here and what we were doing. so They thought they'd give us a try. And uh, we made it happen for them. And I'm happy.
1: Well, there's no doubt about it. You made them happy. You know, when you have action like that, it's just amazing. Steve, the guys that are turning left and heading down towards Seal Rock, are they getting any action out that way?
8: I don't know. I really haven't heard about those guys going that way. I know it's been kind of like a struggle for a lot of guys out there, you know, but we've just been trying to just stay consistent on what we know is really happening and not just all the talk that's around, you know, because you know how that can be. That surface is all over the place. But uh, we need to stay uh on the, on our game and basically just focus on what was really really going on and uh it's been paying off for us so i i have no complaints
1: what are you hearing about halibut and stuff in the bay i know you guys got a great communication network going on
8: oh man so here's one that i tell you i wasn't going to get into it but since we were talking about salmon but so we fished halibut the day before right and i promise you sep man we must have lost a uh, fish of a lifetime i've <laughs> probably never seen a halibut so dang big i mean huge 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 i mean and then uh one of the guys uh Quan on the Goldeneye 2000 i'm sure you know who he is oh yeah his brother is commercial fishing and he's on the side of us why we lose the one that we have right up on the surface and we end up losing it but it, i don't even want to get into that but we lost it and, I mean, it was a toad. But this guy right on the side of us seemed like he hooked his brother. And all my guys looking over there like, can you believe what he just hooked? Everybody's like, you know, and everything. And I'm like, I'm gritting my teeth and everything. <laughs> all I can say to you, Seth, right now is there's some big fish right there on the bar. And being that the draggers are not out there, you know, scooping up all the fish. This has been a phenomenal year for far halibut fishing. And if guys want to get out halibut fishing, they're still there in record numbers and big, big fish.
1: How much longer you got on salmon? How much longer are you going to hang out there? Or can you
8: hang out
7: there?
8: I'm I'm there through September. I only have a few days left if any guys want to still get out there with me. And I can just tell you, the dates are I got the 1st, the 4th,
9: the
8: 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. That's all I have left. Everything else is all booked out solid. Uh, If you guys want to get on with us, please give us a call. Let's make this happen.
1: It's like last call, folks. If you want to get into the action, you need to get a hold of Captain Steve right away. Give him the hookup info, Steve.
8: Yeah, guys. I can be reached at 707-655-6736, or you can find me on the web at Hooked Up Sport Fishing -SF, SF Charters, and that's on Facebook. Or you can find us on Instagram at Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Either way, give us a call. Let's make it happen.
1: Captain Steve Mitchell. Hey, on a private note, boy, you're sure relaxed on the radio now and they are doing a great job. Keep it up, my friend.
8: Thank you. I appreciate it, Seth.
1: Have a great day on the water. Captain Steve Mitchell out there tearing them up with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. You should be on board. If you're not, you're not going to get any fish. 707-655-6736. Take care, Steve. Have a great one. All
8: right. You have a good one, too, Seb.
1: Take care. (laughs) Hey, Kent, guess who our next guest is?
2: (laughs) Our babysitter on Monday. The
1: Monday babysitter aboard the Real Magic will be taking care of several friends of ours. Uh, Right now, the tentative plan is Mark Blanton. Where are you? We haven't heard from you. Stafford Lair, I just sent you a text. And Kent Brown, myself, Richard Burton, retired from Honda Marine. And who else is going with us? Somebody, Somebody else, else is going, is going, with, going with Oh, us. Mike Ogney, the oh, co-owner of the boat. Guy. And, of course, Captain Merlin Cole will be there, too, to take us out and have a great time on the water. And he joins us live right now. Good morning, Captain.
10: Hey, good morning, Seb. Good morning, Kent. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. Tell us
1: about it, guy. You had Ogney out there yesterday. It looks like he caught a few nice rockfish and a nice ling while you were goofing around.
10: Yeah, we were out at this yesterday and uh, on, on kind of a small trip. Old Mike came along. We were really, really thankful to have him aboard with us. It's always a pleasure when he hops on. He had his friend Rick, and we had a couple of other clients that were with us uh, yesterday. And we went out looking for uh, salmon in the morning, and the sign was kind of bleak. So we decided we were going to load up on the white meat and uh, have a great day rock fishing and link cod fishing. It was a really great day.
1: Well, the uh, salmon action at Bodega Bay has been holding pretty steady for you guys. I know it slows down some days and it picks up others. What are you experiencing there now?
10: Yeah, there's a huge body of fish offshore to the north that are working this way. Uh, The commercial guys have been working on it, and they're starting to trickle in. Uh, Pickings were pretty slim yesterday. Captain Powers had, uh, I think, seven or eight kings and all... uh, Jeff Carmelo with Samantha Irene, Fish on Charters, he landed on some late in the afternoon. He said he got nine fish in 45 minutes, uh, but that was already after we had started to head for the barn. So we couldn't really turn around, but the fish are on their way. We expect to get into them today.
1: Hey, right place, right time is all it takes. All you got to do is be at the right depth, the right speed, the right lure, the right action, the right baits. There's nothing to it. All you got to do is get out there and go
10: fishing, right? Yeah, you just got to look at the conditions that you got, read them the best you can, and give it all you got. That's what do
1: we got coming for Monday for those of us that like to take uh, bottles of
10: Dramamine before they head out? All the weather looks fine, so you don't have to worry too much about that. But uh, And hopefully we're going to be on the fish. Hopefully we'll be right in the middle of that school that I was telling you about.
1: Well, we've uh, already had one vote in here. He'll go for the whitefish every
2: chance he has. Yeah, if yeah, I'm, I'm way into the whitefish, way more than salmon. There's a lot of guys that are into whitefish. Yeah. It's
1: it's some of the best tasting fish out there if you really want to enjoy yourself and enjoy a great meal. And when you get into good rocks and big fish, and what was that he caught, that vermilion or whatever the heck, it? that big orange
7: fish he
10: caught? That was the vermilion. That's right. I I hooked uh, Mike up with a, a special swim bait rig that we use sometimes aboard The Real Magic and told him how to cast it and keep it above the rocks. We were in shallow water. I told him, I said, there's some big fish in here. Just get this thing in and fish it parallel to the bottom, let it swim through. And uh, for a couple of casts, he yielded that nice vermilion and that big ling that that you saw.
1: Yeah, uh, That's a pretty impressive fish. That's one of the biggest vermilions that I've I seen. I think
2: it. I could probably figure that out.
1: Yeah, I can't bring a bass fisherman <laughs> could <can> figure it <laughs> can out.
2: probably figure Problem out that old kit. deal.
1: Problem is, Kent, a seven pound uh, or a seven foot rod and ten pound test ain't going to do
2: it with the teeth these guys got. I have heavier. Lines. These guys will eat a bass. I have Heavier lines.
1: These guys Don't worry
2: would about tear that. a bass to shred. Man, I'll knock the sides no, off of one Kent, of those Kent would have
10: a lot. Of, would have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, it's, yeah. That's basically all it is. Overgrown rock. Um, overgrown rock bass. bass.
2: Yeah, that's all they
1: are. That would be fun. He'd have more fun, and so would all of us on board if he was doing it with a Snoopy rod
2: too. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. So, well, no, I look forward to it. I, I like Bodega. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's a neat yeah. little
1: place with everything you need. Great little restaurants, motels, RV parks, great camping, all right there. Porta Bodega RV Park is right at the water, right where the boats are, mm-hmm. and Captain Merlin and the boats park. It's all convenient, and it's a great destination for the family. I've had a lot of friends that hear us talking about Bodega Bay that said never been there before. They finally went over there. Even Kent Brown drove over there, took his wife over there. Just drove over, yeah, just a little tour. Merlin, you got the best of both worlds out there. Plus, you got a big fishing boat. We all look forward to getting on board with you on Monday and tearing up a little fishing out there, my friend.
10: Yeah, we look forward to it as well here aboard the Real Magic. We're very much appreciative of of you guys and your support and can't wait to spend the day with you
1: well merlin give them the phone number for real magic as well as where they can find out more about it and get a hold of you and book a trip
10: all right your listeners can give us a call at 707-875-BOAT they can find us on the web at <clears throat> realmagicsportfishingcharters.com and on facebook and instagram at real magic Captain.
1: You got it, partner. Thank you much, and we will see you bright and early Monday morning for a great day of catching fish all day long. How early? As long as we're back (laughs) in by noon. How early? Merlin, thanks a bunch. We'll see you Monday.
10: All right, guys. Have a great show. All
1: right. Thank you. I can't wait. It's going to be a good show. (laughs) Describe (laughs) early. Well, I had that discussion with Mr. Ogney yesterday, as a matter of fact, what early was, and he said, oh, whatever time's convenient for you guys. I'm thinking 10-ish.
6: <laughs> yeah, cracking well,
1: noon. Well, well, yeah. You know, I didn't want to have to get up too early. Right. So he said, well, why don't we just meet over here and we'll all have breakfast before we go. Oh, out. his idea of
2: early was a lot earlier than ours. Yeah, <laughs>
1: much. So I said, well, why don't we just figure on, uh, a time and we'll see what, how it works out. And he goes, uh-huh. well, it's, we'll leave by eight o'clock. I said, oh, okay, that sounds good. And he goes, you guys should be there at seven for breakfast. So I figured we'll probably be late for breakfast. Yeah, it's a ways, actually. We it's- got about a two hour drive for us. Just to make sure with traffic and everything. Well, that time
2: of morning, actually, we're probably better earlier than we are later, you know, so... That's a Highway fact. 37 and all that fun stuff. Chris is all poised in there with about half a dozen buttons getting ready to push, Chris telling is, me it's time for Chris couldn't even turn his microphone on when I started my show and tried to have him jump he's in rough, with me. He's, he's got less time on this uh, than we have. Uh, yeah, all We're, I was asking him was how long did he do Ultimate Bass you know, every Saturday, and the answer was 10 years.
1: He's been trying to forget for a long time. <laughs> the answer was 10 Let's years. Let's take a quick break right on. now. When we come back. We're gonna talk some more. And then we'll also have Troy Maggie here from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores. He's live in the studio. And then the Rod Father hooks up with us to tell you what the guys are doing, where they're chasing, and the lies they're telling when they get to the store. Right after this. <music>
11: allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Loran's products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at
0: Lorantz.com. Lorantz is the perfect locator for you. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers with over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costas Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest,
12: we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhomes. Manteca!
7: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, we're back. This is the, uh, BS section here of the show. I just noticed that. Yeah, it's a big open thing. It says KB and me because that's usually used to uh, absorb how much time I've gone over from the last
2: segment. Oh, I thought that was used to cut down the amount of time it took you to plan the show on Thursdays before your nap. So I got a question for you, <laughs> Mr. Brown. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been
1: taking naps and not even knowing it lately. Oh, that's always yeah, fun. I gotta, let's talk about this for a minute. I'm so tired of being cooped up around here. And then our illustrious yeah. governor comes on and tells us it's going to take longer than he planned on. Right. I'm going to be dead before he lets me out of my house. That's what he's planning. Yeah.
2: Obviously, yeah. or either that or I can't vote. One of the right. other. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Oh, I'm about had
1: it with it. And you can tell that it's starting to eat it. People, they're starting to get a little. Grumpier, a little testy,
2: yeah, a little testy.
1: But I'm seeing so many cars on the road at 4:30 in the morning
2: now, yeah compared to
1: none the first. So maybe people are
2: back to work or back to recreate, play and yeah. going I mean, fishing. I mean, we know they're going fishing because you know. Let's face it, the, the store tackle stores right are having down. a hard time keeping up, and boat sales and RV sales and you know all that stuff. So.
1: Well, it's just the way it works, I guess, periodically, that, uh, times get tough and we gotta suffer through them. And, uh, the neat thing is we'll come through this whole thing stronger in the long run and, uh, we'll be back out there. Question is, how long is it gonna take tackle stores and tackle shops and manufacturers? And the worst part about it is this trickles back all the way to Asia, to China, where a lot yeah. of the products are made. Yeah. Did they shut down or is that, they have any inventory on hand? Are they gonna ship or, is this going to be a long restarting? Well, obviously, the, the tackle,
2: tackle business is not my, you know, not my forte, but the boat business is It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the and
1: same thing with RVs. We're,
2: we're looking, we're looking at boats. Probably right now, we're looking at it. You know, there there are models we will not be caught up on until spring of next Tell year. Tell them who you work for. Well, White River Marine, you know, and we we're part of Bass Pro Shops, so the marine division. So we've got a couple of brands you might recognize. You know, I mean, Nitro Tracker. Regency, Sun Tracker, Ranger, Triton, Mako, you know, I mean, there's a How pretty long good did take you to memorize that. You good, it's cover, on the back of my business card. You I'm didn't cover now. all of them. it's on the back of my business card. No, I left
7: Regency, I, left out, Regency. I left out
2: Tahoe and yeah, uh, Tahoe and Regency pontoon and uh you know all that fun stuff. But you, you know, I mean, yeah, we've we Gotta we are way, way out, behind, way way, up, way right. behind. The dealers are wiped out of boats, and it's not the dealer's fault. It's not the manufacturer's fault. It's just we're you know there's a there's a, a there's been such a run on people buying boats. They can't go to Disneyland. They can't go on cruises. Can't go fly to see Grandma. They need some recreation, and they've discovered boating and fishing. And uh, well, They've discovered RVing, too. Yes, they really have. And that so. takes us
1: into a little segue, and I don't have time to do it, but I will anyway. We've got a new segment starting next week on the show. Yeah, It's all about RVing and destinations and places that you can travel with great fishing opportunities, great scenery. All of those things, all All sponsored by our friends at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. They're going to be sponsoring the destination segment. So it's going to give us the opportunity to check in with RVers. We're going to be checking in live with them on the road, whether they're just weekend travelers or if they're full-time RVers. We'll talk to them.
2: I booked a weekend away in October after the radio show. I'm not going to take it Saturday off. Don't worry. I I was thinking the – the, I haven't, uh, I haven't done that in 700 Saturdays, but anyway, my RV was that, going someplace. No, there. but, but we're going to do the fall, the fall colors, you know, up in Tahoe and the, and the, you know, uh, the whole, you know, up through Hope Valley and oh, oh, all yeah. cool, you know, And so,
1: it's beautiful down around the silver Lake and down yeah, the June silver Lake, Lake, and, June Lake, Lake and, all and all that
2: stuff. So yeah, it's just don't know where I'm going, but up there somewhere. And That's
1: exactly what Marilyn yeah. and I are going to be doing too. We're getting the yeah. hell out
2: of Dodge and I'm not yeah.
1: sure where it's going to be. So hopefully uh, we'll have everything covered here.
2: Yeah. So our listeners are going, dude. October's almost bird season, and you're talking about going to look at fall colors. Dove so season happens. is like Tuesday, dude. Are we going to cover that later in the yes, show? Yes, we are. Okay, cause I've got a whole bunch of, of, of notes that I made mentally about shoot dove straight. No, do you know what the limit Round is? Do you know what the limit is? 10? 15. You can have them. <laughs> <laughs> I always give mine with a little note to, I'm giving these to my friend Bill See, Carr. And to, I love them, but I like to eat them, but, but 15, 6.05 shoot time. Like seven, 15. twenty. You know what they're 15. doing? And and they can be don't Eurasians. Count. Eurasians don't count towards your fifteen. I have
1: seen this happening. Yeah. There are so many doves. We have had one nest that has been
2: going steady in our backyard. Yeah. It's gonna be a good season. I you know, I told I've never you, I was,
1: seen this many birds.
2: I told you I went down to Anaheim and down to Southern California this week and uh yeah, saw a ton of doves along I five. So it's uh shape it up to be a pretty good opener.
1: Well, I've got a new guest live here in the studio right now that I want to get brought up. He's uh, been here many times before, and it's kind of the same topic that Kent and I were talking about, about demand for boats. I've been talking about demands for RVs, and joining us right now, what? No, she's not there. So we got to move right along the road, and we're going to go to Troy Maggie for a moment right now from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores. Troy, good morning, sir. Thank you very much for being here.
13: Good morning. How are you?
1: You heard us talking earlier about the uh, boat market, and you heard us talk about RV market. They Just RV sales are wiped out. These guys are wondering where we're going to get units, but they're starting to trickle in. The 2021s are coming out. Same thing's happened in your industry, hasn't it?
13: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the rod and reel business has been crazy. The marine electronics. I mean, every boat can't sell. If it's not already pre-rigged, they're rigging them, so... You know, we're we're waiting on product too, but, you know, we've been very fortunate this year. I think we planned really well. You know, when we first heard this thing going on over in China, we made some moves that I think put us in a really, really good place right now.
1: Well, one of the cool things that uh, the public really doesn't know about is through Fisherman's Warehouse, you guys also have Tackle Technology, which is a distribution company that allows you to send have inventory on hand that you'd send to a lot of other stores too.
13: A- absolutely. I mean, I think that's the one thing, you know, it's every, all the big box stores are the ones that are having the problems, but your local tackle stores, they're actually in pretty good shape, you know, and we did some things over the last couple of years. I mean, most people who shop in our stores know we've been making some changes and we did that on the purchasing side. Also, we've been ramping things up for the last two years. You've been loading
1: peg hooks up on the walls.
13: A- absolutely. And then, you know, and, and part of this, you know, you'd say, yeah, we got 30 years of experience, but the reality is, is we actually got a little bit lucky too. A lot of this was timing. You know, they, um this whole thing happened right as we were ramping up inventory, you know, because, you know, our wholesale side is, it is growing. You know, we we have a lot of really good affiliates. I mean, a lot of your favorite local tackle stores, you know, we have a partnership with them. We're helping them keep their pegs full too. You know, it's the big box guys who are so dependent on, you know, buying, you know, knockoffs from China, that stuff, you know, who knows when they're going to get filled up. And to be honest with you, it doesn't matter. You know, there's really nothing like the real thing anyway.
1: Well, I've seen photos that have been sent to me from places, you know, in, I won't use all their names, but Reno, and just stores and aisles and rod departments and real cabinets, empty. Just totally wiped out.
12: You know,
13: and that's still the real market is still kind of an issue. You know, some of the manufacturers have done a great job of filling in and some of them, you know, I just finished sitting down. I spent eight hours booking real orders, you know, hopefully to hold us over for this year and get our stores filled back up and, you know, and help those little guys get their stores filled back up too. But um this is, you know, it's the moving forward, I think, you know, things are getting better. Things are finally starting to trickle in. So we might have weathered the storm pretty good
1: i think you guys just did like several other people did and lucked out yeah everything worked right you didn't quit writing orders when you should have and you kept writing orders and it just was a benefit you know
13: and we we contacted all these manufacturers a lot of these especially the the import manufacturers you know said hey where are you guys sitting on inventory because we knew this was going to be a problem every one of us told us not a problem we've got a 12 month supply we got a month and a half into this and everybody was out of product You know, so we just, you know, started turning our wheels and we figured it out. You know, we, you know, it was still a lot of empty pegs, but nothing like you're seeing out there in those
1: big boxes. Well, it isn't necessary for you to travel to the Fairfield store, to the Sacramento store, or over to the Manteca one. They can call up and order everything right
13: over the internet, can't they? Absolutely. I mean, our online business through this whole thing has just, you know, blown up. I mean, it's been really big and uh you know, we carry a lot of product that, you know, I mean, there's, you know, we obviously have one great big competitor out there, but you know, they're kind of designated our bass fishing company and we have a little bit of everything. And, you know, we're doing some things. Our, our nationwide business is really growing. So, you know, as we do that, we're going to be ramping up inventories even more. So, you know, you're going to start seeing more stuff. There's a lot of new stuff coming out, which really surprised me with everything going on. There's a lot of new product and it's trickling into the stores now. So, uh, you know, I think. Now's a good time. I mean, I think the best thing that happened out of all this is that these guys who kids have been sitting in front of computers for the last 10 years, you know, 10, 12, 15-year-old kids, they're all out. They want to fish. They, they're they really not interested in sitting at home anymore. The photos that I'm seeing, they yes. are out there fishing. I got family members, you know, nieces, nephews, that they're just ecstatic. I would imagine, especially with you owning a boat to haul them uh, around out there. Yeah, it kind of helps a little bit.
1: Yeah, it kind of steps in the right direction. Well, let's head a little bit further and deeper into the Fisherman Warehouse stores. Let's get hooked up with our friend Alan Fong with our What's Hot and What's Not segment, Roll It.
0: And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not. Brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL Spinning Reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's Micro Module Gear 2, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. And joining
1: us, and joining us in addition to Troy Maggie here live in the studios, Mr. Alan Fong, the Rod Father, the manager of our Sacramento store. Good morning, Alan.
12: Good morning. How are you guys doing?
1: Morning. I'm doing fine. How about you? <laughs> hanging you, in there what are the guys telling you across the counter in the stores where are they fishing what are they doing and what are they having fun catching
12: Uh the salmon are starting to trickle in show up more and more every day but the best place is over in freeport and doing it in the evening you know maybe a couple hours before dark and they're jigging two ounce spoons and they're actually hooking quite a few
1: just with two-ounce spoons, any color working better than the other, or silver
12: or gold, or does it make any difference um, right now? No, it, I don't think it much makes a bunch difference. You just put it in their face there, just get a little angry and snap at it. Are they just uh, using a bear
1: lure? Because I've seen some photos of guys out there with gobs a row on a lure like that bouncing it around, too, and I'm thinking, that isn't real natural.
12: <laughs> no, just the spoon. You know, you're just bouncing it in their nose and getting them mad, and they just strike at it. But no, nothing. Just in, down there, you're allowed uh, treble hook. So anything north of the 80 bridge that goes to West Sac is all anything over an ounce. You have to use a single hook. Down below, you know, Freeport area, you can use a treble. Now that's good uh, solid. Like inf- that.
1: That's good solid information, folks, that many of you might not know about.
12: Alan, why don't you repeat that for him one more time? So the bridge that goes. Highway 80 that goes to San Francisco and West Sacramento, if you're north of that bridge anywhere and it weighs your non-boiler means a jig, if it weighs an ounce or more, you have to use a single hook. Down below, if you're fishing south like Miller Park, Garcia Bend, Freeport, you could use trebles, but above that bridge, you have to have a single hook.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. If you put a big single sidewash hook on there, it's going to do the job for you.
12: It actually works better. Yeah, you, know, you, you get a better hook.
1: You got a bigger, bigger gap. You got bigger
12: hooking depth in there. Yeah, it all works and to they your advantage. Throw it. Yeah, it's it's and be careful because they do watch, especially over by Old Sack and, and the mouth of the American River. They do watch it, so be careful. What else
1: are you seeing out there?
12: What else are the guys uh, chasing? And, uh, Striper fishing has been good, but it's been a short window. You got about an hour on each side of the turn of the tide, and the West Bank has been real productive. I was up at Liberty on Tuesday and it was blowing like 30 plus, so we had a hard time, but they are getting them around there. I caught three, you know, 24 inches, but we actually had a, I had Warren with me and it was so windy in the morning, we never left minor, and we had probably an 18-pound bag of bass out of there, and he caught all the big ones behind me. <laughs> well, you did something wrong, Alan.
1: <laughs>
12: yeah, I was being nice.
1: That's what I told him. That'll teach you to move off of a spot for a guy.
12: Yeah, I'm the nice guy.
1: Well, no trips out to Barriessa. It gets a little tougher to get over to Berryessa with uh, the west side uh, ramps all closed down.
12: Yeah, I don't know if the, is a, the um, other ramps on the west side open. I'm sure.
1: Th- I would I would imagine that they are. Kent's shaking his head no. I know 128 is closed, and so I don't imagine you can even get I over think most to roads Pleasure Cove.
2: Yeah.
12: I, yeah, I don't that, think they'll let you drive.
1: Well, I would call ahead, folks, before you head up that way. Here you got trophy kokanee salmon fishing going on in a yeah. lake right now yeah. that you can't get to because of the go. fire. At least I know Markley Cove is closed right now and probably pleasure I, I think if all the of road is still closed. Yeah. I, think yeah, all I of don't them are. think so. So if you're you gonna, could if,
12: always go to you could always go to Boca and Stampede, you know, they're still on fire. Hey,
1: there's and nothing wrong with new to. Maloney's just cranking out monster coconut right now. So yeah. new Maloney is the place to be if you want to get some big coconine. There's no question about that. Well yeah. but – Troy was out, uh, and he was out banging rockfish and lingcod and everything else the last week. When are you, what are you heading out for next?
12: Uh, I'll probably be um, bass fishing this week. Oh, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs>
7: go out and catch some uh, of those that's green. My,
12: that's my true love.
1: Yeah, you can have those green carp, man. I'll just, <laughs> I'll stick to those little silver bullets. I appreciate it. Uh, one
12: well, day when you get a little older, you'll go bass
1: fishing. Yeah. One day when I get a little older, I'll be dead. <laughs> Alan Fogg, the manager of our Fisherman's Warehouse store right here in Sacramento, and Troy Maggie, the regional manager for Fisherman's Warehouse stores. Thank you both for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. All right, see you at the store. You got no choice in the matter, my friend. Thank you. Hey, it's about time for Regina, isn't it? No, Shimano first we'll play the clothes.
0: First at Fisherman's <laughs> Warehouse Mega Stores oh, cool. in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores and Shimano have it all. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina. Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors.
2: No, I don't know what Regina's doing today. She might be out chasing She's a deer. She's probably chasing a deer around with her bow, I well, would imagine. Well, that's what they do. They get up there, they get in the middle of nowhere. They yeah. Go, oh, I got to call Seth. Oh, no
1: oops. Cell no cell But,
2: you know, except this is, you know, obviously we're looking at Labor Day weekend next weekend. But September the 1st is, that's a holiday for anybody uh, That's a hunter, man. I mean, that's kind of the opening of the hunting season uh for a lot of the bird hunters. Waterfowl guys, all they start thinking about, you know, all of that. Uh, So, dove well, uh, season opens on t- I have on seen Tuesday. so many doves I out know. there.
1: It is absolutely amazing. The Eurasians aren't as thick as the morning, morning dove doves right now. The yeah. morning doves are just cranking out the babies. The babies are running around our backyard. You know, they fly yeah. 20 feet and run away from the dogs and <laughs> drive everybody
2: nuts. Yeah. And they sure poop a lot. Well, I, you know, there's only one way to cure that. Uh, but, you know, just wanted to let everybody Led. know the limit's 15. No, not lead, Seth. That's the other thing we need to talk about. Uh, if you haven't dove hunted in a few years, you may not be aware of it. But, uh, ammo is going to be your biggest issue. And, you know, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to shoot them with steel. And, you know, where you were used to shooting, you know, seven and a halfs and eights, uh, uh, with your lead dove loads, probably that you shot in the past you 're going to kind of step that up in the steel game and 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 more shooting sixes uh, at them and uh, don 't you know, shoot they, at
7: them close they have
2: some dove, yeah well they have some some you know dove load sixes and uh, you know, it's all available and I know the guys at Pacific Flyway Supply have a big sale. Well, can and we'll be talking that. to yeah. Tim
1: shortly about it. In fact, uh, yeah. Tim gave me a little hint that uh, Wednesday the ammo was coming in. So, well, you
2: got to reg, you know, you have to go through the ammo registration process. So, you know, if you don't have, uh, you know, if you have the driver's license with federal, uh, limits on it, you probably also need to show up with uh, a birth certificate or a passport. And, uh, so there's some restrictions there. Welcome to California. And, uh, there, you know, the limit, like we talked about, was, is 15. Uh, you are going to need a new hunting license because remember that kicked in the first of July. So if you had a hunting license last year, that, you know, they're not calendar year. They're, uh, they start in July and you'll need an upland game bird stamp or stamp validation, uh, on that license. So that's all there. 15 is the limit on morning dove. No limit. Uh, on Eurasians and you know you can do any combination of morning and white wing we really don't have any white wings up here where uh, that's a factor. The breast on normal. a Eurasian is about twice the size of a morning dove yeah, yeah, no, they're... And I'm sure they eat real well. Well, there's a reason those damn Eurasians like to live in eucalyptus trees near near farmhouses, because they don't get shot. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they don't venture out much. I got um, a 410 that might venture in a couple uh, of months. Right. I think I found a corner in my yard that makes me totally legal. Have you found a box of 410 steel shot yet, and how much did that cost you? $42. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Two, two bucks straight. a shot is about, with tax, two yeah. bucks a shot. So those guys that shoot, those guys that get 2 dove per box i already told my friend stafford lair about the
1: lack of lead for dove hunting doesn't make shooting a dove an economical thing to do
2: it really doesn't average but it's bird still is eight season. shots
1: eight shots is the average what a guy shoots to get it's a worth
2: dove. every penny to smell burning gunpowder and tar weed sep yeah but you can do that shooting clay pigeons. <laughs> exactly right and we do it all but the time get out there guys september 1st uh dove season opens here uh, you know, throughout the balance of the state. So uh, get out there. And some of the refuges, like Gray Lodge, are going to be open up for uh, for dove hunting. But there are some restrictions. So you need to be on the California Department of Fish and Wildlife website to figure all that out. And once you figure out the California Department of Fish and Wildlife website, what they're telling you, and if it's updated, <laughs> give us a call. Yeah. you can <laughs> Tell straight, us. You can help straighten us out. Oh, my gosh. Roll it.
0: Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings, decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondou Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588.
14: Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by, and you'll catch
6: more fish. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
11: Lowrance is the leader of marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS live series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lorance. Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter. More targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
15: Lorance has it
11: all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lowrance is the perfect location for you
0: now, now here's usa mike ogney with our saltwater bay and coastal report
1: well mike it's uh we're on time today i don't know what's going on here so you can talk for about uh all the time you want
16: well Ken must be in the studio good morning guys oh, bite me <laughs> thanks mike <laughs> <laughs> hey uh it's beautiful out here on the uh, coast i'm not sure how warm it's been up in Sack uh, the last few days but the uh, last uh, two, three days here, we've had this uh, high fog. There's some nice visibility underneath. Yesterday, we had about oh about two miles of visibility most of the uh, day. Temps about 65 degrees and just one of those greasy, flat oceans. We had a little bit of a swell train that was coming through in the afternoon from the outside, but we had no wind on it. Uh, we ran up first. I was on board uh, yesterday with, uh, with uh, Merlin. And uh, a couple of uh, good friends of mine, just like our trip that we're doing on Monday, were on board. So they asked me to, to come on out. We uh, started up at Fort Ross, had easy limits of rockfish, about a ling per rod up to 14 pounds, and then went out salmon fishing. The salmon fishing was slow. We got a couple of shakers to start and then one keeper. And then we went looking. And late in the day, we found just ideal conditions, but there was no willing fish. But out in uh, 50... Fifty to fifty-five fathoms. We found a group of a dozen whales and just haystacks of of, of anchovies, and we worked that uh, quite a bit. And I was really surprised because there were some sea lions in the uh, neighborhood, and it just it looked really fishy. They just weren't cooperating for us.
1: Well, the uh, cooperation came from wings and uh, some rockfish that you got into pretty, exactly. impress- pretty impressive, pretty yeah. impressive fish.
16: Oh, no, it was it was a real nice box of uh, of uh, fish. I had uh, my uh, nicest ling that I've gotten in a, in a couple of years at like i want to say like right at 14 pounds. So that's a lot of fun, and I love ling caught on, on the uh, the uh, table. So it's nice to uh, to come home with uh, with uh, that and share. And I'm gonna have to vacuum pack some of it because my boys moved out. But um, yeah, nice big sack of uh, of uh, meat. Flat calm weather and the forecast calls for great weather for the next few days. So Monday, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's a there's a little bit a little halibut bite down on the beach off of Duran and the mouth of Tamales Bay. There's some salmon scattered about offshore, and rock cod's always a sure thing. Um, out the Golden Gate, it also slowed down yesterday. They've had some pretty good fish in the last few weeks, but. It's these groups of fish that are just bombing on through, headed for the Sacramento River, and I really haven't heard that much from the Delta area yet. So I don't know where these fish—if they're locked up in the uh, in the Bay right now, or if they're starting to make their way through the Carquinez Straits—but uh, there's going to be a wave of some really big fish headed to. Sacramento, and next month it's going to be game on.
1: The Freeport area is already starting to get a few fish stacked up there. We talked to Alan Fong earlier, and they're they're starting to
16: build up there. And you know what'll happen here pretty soon? They're going to come through. It's going to break open. It's not going to be like a slow build. It's going to be just. It's going to just be boom, game on.
1: Yeah, ocean's going to empty. It's just going to. They're going to scoot in as fast as they possibly can. I'm certain of that.
16: They, yeah they're, and they're
1: they're anxious, they're out there for a long time. There's still plenty of food, there's no reason for them to race, and they're just waiting for the fresh air of water.
16: yep, yeah, it'd be great if we had some uh some uh, rain and anything to cool down temps, you know we've already been told we've known this since since February, but they're going to kill the entire upper Sacramento salmon fall salmon run this year, and they already know it because the Bureau of, of reclamation does not care. They have come out, and they're going to be – they don't have enough cold water pool behind Shasta Dam, and they are going to kill. And And we know that it's, that, it's, that it's going to happen in advance is what pisses me off so much, but we're going to kill the upper sack run due to lethally hot temperatures caused by too much cold water drawdown out of Shasta that should have been saved for our salmon. And that just pisses me off to no end, So.
1: Well, I can understand that. There's no doubt about it that, uh, the thing that ticks me off every year is we keep warm water coming down the feather when we've got huge numbers that want to return, including, uh, the numbers are so high, they increase the limit to three fish per angler out there, but it's going to be any thing that spawns is going to be a false spawn and die anyway. It's just it doesn't bode well. There's no question about it that California has put water for human consumption above everything else whether it's consumption or for growing products down in the central valley but they've they've decided that the fish don't matter anymore and apparently all of the people that used to stand up for the fish and all the people that stand up for the kwiwi and all these other the environmentalists have just disappeared i guess it's convenient disappearing
16: we're working, we, we, have, we have a couple of neat projects with the Golden State Salmon Association. We are working with, um, with, with the feds and the state to get a workaround on Thermalito. And uh, we've been talking about this for five years, and we're finally making some real progress on it, where we can get cold water pushed back into the feather and not that hot water that's in Thermalito. Thermalito is designed to warm the water up before it goes to the rice farmers so they can grow their rice faster. So if we can get that warm water out of the sa- out of the uh, the Feather River, and into a separate system, and feed the farmers, and we put cold water back into the Feather, that would be a real great thing for the uh, for the future of the Feather there, and for the Upper Sac, it's just lawsuits. We're, uh, we're we've we've been in lawsuits with uh, with the Feds on this uh, issue, and we're we're trying to get it stopped. And it's just it's just criminal what's going on up there. The upper sack is the the main producer of our wild fish. When you see the wild fish component out in the salt water, the upper sack has always been the main producer of the entire Central Valley. And the federal government is killing that. And yeah. you know and then the hatchery fish are a great are, are a great thing. But we need that wild fish component to have those truly great years on the coast.
1: Well, don't stop the lawsuits. Keep it going. Maybe we can get the attention of the right person at some point down the line. And I understand you got to feed people. There's no question about that. But, you know, they eat fish. So I don't know what the thought process is here. I don't think I want to know what the thought process is. I just want to know that we're going to have a fishery here for the future for our children and our grandchildren. Exactly, and
16: maybe what we need to do is like look at crops, for example, almonds. Eighty percent of them are an exported um, food crop. Yeah, well, other nations, we're we're essentially exporting our water. Yeah, we're giving we're giving it away.
1: All right, Mike, we got a bail. I'm sorry. We'll get into more of this as we go along. Looking but in the... forward
16: to seeing you guys on, on Monday.
1: We're going to get some before the waters get warm, no question about it. Thank you, Michael. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. You know how it works. There's a whole lot more show right around the corner here. We're going to be touching bases with Captain James Nutzel, Tim Anderson at Pacific Flyway Supply, Richard Burton back from an Eastern Sierra trip. He'll tell you about it. Dave Hurley's got every place you want to be for big fish and fresh water. And we'll take you to Boca Stampede and the Don't Sacramento regret. River.
7: Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Since
14: 1952, Scotty has been
7: recognized for...
0: Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive hill kennels offer california sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports check them out on the web at quailpoint.com now here's owner david martin good morning sportsman hunting season is right around the corner now is
17: the time to start tuning up and conditioning your bird dog whether you're up in game or waterfowl hunting work on getting your dog steady on command do bumper drills get them running and swimming if you need some advice call and set up a time to come out to olive hill kennels for a lesson or to drop your dog off for a couple weeks of tune up on live birds Check out olivehillkennels.com, quellpoint.com, or call 530-735-6217 with any questions or to book an appointment.
14: Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For
1: decades, Virgil's Bait Shop and Ice House in Sassoon has been the Bay and Delta headquarters for anglers and sportsmen alike. Whether trolling, casting, or bait fishing for striped bass, sitting on anchor for sturgeon chasing salmon runs or simply fishing for a bite you can bet that virgil's bait and ice will have everything you need to make your day complete did we mention virgil's is never out of ice and always well stocked with the top producing fresh live baits artificial lures hooks weights lines rods and reels cold drinks and everything in between for answers to those when where how to catch your target species there's no better place than virgil's before hitting the water virgil's bait and ice on main street as you enter down Town Sassoon, just down the street from the Sassoon Public Boat Launch. Stop in at Virgil's before you head out and make sure you're prepared for a great day on the water. Hey and did we mention Virgil's has got really cold beverages for the kids and adults too? Virgil's Bait and Ice 707-425-5518. Check them out on Facebook.
7: And now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the second hour of California Sportsman. Here's what we've got to you in the second hour. Captain James Netzel is going to join us from Boca Reservoir, chasing kokanee in just a minute, right before he takes three weeks vacation with his wife. We're going to Pacific Supply. Pacific Flyway Supply in Dixon. We're going to hook up with Tim Anderson. Big sale going on right before the big Dove opener. Places that you need to be. Things that you need to plan ahead on. Not only for Dove, but for duck season coming up too. And we'll have Dave Hurley with every place you want to go. For big fish waters, for freshwater anglers. He's got a whole list of them and we'll all talk about great opportunities that exist. From Eagle Lake to Oroville and everything in between. Sean Rainsberger joins us live at Boca. He'll be talking about Stampede Reservoir and Robert Mueller. Live on the Sacramento River, chasing kings today. We'll find out what's going on with him shortly. But let's go now to the man himself from Tight Lines Guide Service, Captain James Netzel of Tight Lines Guide Service. Live on the water, Boca Reservoir this morning. Good morning, Captain. Good
18: morning there, Seth from Achille Boca.
1: How chilly is it is the question I have to ask.
18: Oh, it's not crazy. It's probably in the low forties.
1: So you're wearing a jacket and a sweatshirt with a hood on it, aren't you?
18: Yeah. The kids, kids on the board got hand warmers and there was now would turn my seat warmers on.
1: And it was 101 in my backyard yesterday.
18: Oh man. That I, must really suck.
1: <laughs> yes, it really does. Tell us about boca and those big fat fish that I'm seeing.
18: Yeah, big fat fish coke a big nice kokanee at Boca. Easy to catch, I think. But of course, I do it every day. Uh, we don't. You don't have to fish very deep. Uh, we're right now we're 10 to 30 feet deep. Uh, I do. I am marking some big schools near the bottom. <laughs> the bottom is we're right now is 43 feet, so it's not a very deep lake right now with the water being so low. But. Uh, I don't know. I'm using Paulina Peak, pink and green, which is watermelon color. I got two watermelon hoochies. I got two watermelon spinners, and they're both working good. People are asking me what other colors work, and I don't know what other colors work because when you (laughs) catch 40 to 50 fish a day, why would you change?
1: You wouldn't change. That's a fact. Now, these fish, I saw a whole deck of them laid down, must have been 15 in one of the photos. They look like they're about an inch and a half, maybe inch and three quarters thick.
18: Yeah, they're very thick. And uh, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and they, they fight hard because they got bellies full of uh, full of energy, where Stampede, they're kind of small, uh, skinny fish. Well, they're not really that skinny, but they're skinnier than they are here, and they don't fight as hard. But here, even the small ones are popping it off the release.
1: Well, James, you're uh, heading for your last few trips at Stampede. I think you said Monday's your last day up there? Yeah, Our
18: Monday is my last day. Boca, uh, right Boca,
1: Stampede, kokanee in general, you're about done with it.
18: Yep, pretty much. Get ready for salmon after my big vacation, where I don't have to go fishing anymore. Uh, just spend time with the wife, even though we're going to be in fishing paradises. Uh, I mean to get some brandy points by not fishing.
1: <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could see that well, one not working out the way you had it envisioned.
18: Anyway, exactly. what are you going to be I doing? Got, I got I got to let everybody else uh, find all the new snags in the river before I go out there.
1: Oh, that's a good way to go about it. Leave for three weeks. Everybody's figured it out. You come back and they tell you where they're hanging. Is that the way it works? You're going to start back right away on the river system in the Delta.
18: Yeah. October 1st is my first booking, but I'll be out there a week before that to knock the dust off my gear and get my speeds and everything. Right.
1: Well, you've got something new we're going to talk about here in the next few weeks. Aren't we?
18: Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for it to be released. Uh, uh, I'm not allowed to say what it is yet, but, uh, gotta, and I'm going to get my hands on a prototype here in a couple of weeks and get to test them out. So if you want to see them before they, they, before they hit the shelves, uh, come with me.
1: Well, we'll be talking about them as soon as we can on here. Might be a technique folks that, uh, you don't want to turn down when it comes to those, uh, big King salmon coming through the Sacramento area. Something that may work real well for you from Brad's that's coming around.
18: We'll find yeah, we out. We got to get them to be a sponsor for your show too.
1: Well, I know you know how to take care of that, so do so, my friend. Do so, either, either that or put a gun to my head and I'll do it for you. James, I know Boca is going to be prolific and it's going to last for several more weeks. Obviously, up there, these fish are starting to hook a little bit. Are they getting any red on the body at all?
18: No, no red. We do. We are getting three or four off-colored fish, but they're not. They're definitely not black. They're cutting really well. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, we're we're at least a month away before we get any fish going upstream.
7: So he might
1: be going on vacation, but the fish aren't. They're still there. They're still active, and they're going to be more and more aggressive. Well, James, as you move over to the Sacramento River, I'm sure a lot of the folks are going to want to get on board with you chasing the king salmon, Alaska-style fishing right here through the downtown area if you're up to it, folks. James Nutz will be one of the top guides out there doing it. James, give them the hookup so they can get a hold of you and book a trip for the salmon on the rivers.
18: Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. And might want to get on the books because we got a full moon coming. means a new fish batch of fish is going to be coming up, and then then the calendar will be full.
1: You got it, partner. I appreciate you being there. Have a great day on the water with your clients, and enjoy your nap this morning. All right, I will. Thank you. James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. You can reach him again at his cell phone, 916-284-3089, if you want to give him a call there. All right, quick break right now. When we come back, Kent will have the lucky winner of the Gun Owners of California drawing, and Tim Anderson from Pacific Flyway Supply will be hooking up with us. Tell us about the big sale he's got going on this weekend and all next week.
4: Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736 or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com Isn't it time you got hooked up? Hi, this is Seth.
1: To tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals and the best price on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle, or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best, Ron Duprat Ford & Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford & Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy anyplace else?
6: Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us, so if you're going to the water, please- Plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
7: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
2: Another week goes by, and you're not the winner. Oh, well. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Well, you know, everyone still wants to know if they can go out and buy high-capacity ammo magazines. uh, You know, magazines that will hold more than 10 rounds since the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that uh, the California magazine laws were unconstitutional. But the answer from gun owners of California is not yet. Not yet. Stick around; they're still waiting uh, for some of the uh, legal. Eh, you know, they, they use a lot of terms here, in this so we don't need to do the mumbo jumbo. Uh, gets done, so anyway, that's where we're at. It's just a lot of legal stuff, so uh, they're working on it. And stay informed by going to the GunOwnerCA.com website, and uh, they'll give you, you know, they'll they'll keep you all up to date. Winner thirty five is not Sep uh, of the twenty twenty Gun Owners of California fifty guns fifty two weeks raffle ticket number ten twenty six Gary Baldwin. Of Orangeville, California, you've won a Ruger precision bolt action rifle in 17 HMR. They're going to be getting you all taken care of with your proper paperwork. 2020, the 45th year of fighting for your gun rights.
1: Well, congratulations to the lucky winner there. That's a nice little plinker for uh, squirrel shooting and just target practice and all and that. You like that stuff. caliber. I love that caliber. I can shoot a squirrel at 287 yards. Really? That's the furthest I've ever shot. Of course, I didn't tell everybody I was shooting 12 inches to its right and four inches over its head, but somehow the bullet hit it. Well, it yeah, just, you're okay. a little drop. Yeah. <laughs> the wind was blowing. <laughs> trust me. I had, I, you know, when you're shooting squirrels. Your bullet goes past them long time before they hear the bang. Right. So they they're looking around. What the, what was that? What was that? What well, gives me a chance to zone in and I can just make all the adjustments if I know where it's hitting so I figure eventually that little guy ain't going to go home for dinner. Oh man. You oh well. Squirrel murderer. Remember they're ugly squirrels that uh-huh. destroy things. They aren't good looking squirrels. I got you. Hey, we got Tim Anderson coming up from Pacific Flyway Supply. I bet you got a few questions for him, don't you? Let's go live to him right now. Good morning, Tim. How are you this morning? Good morning. Well, Pacific Flyway Supply has got a big sale going on, started on that, well, that's today, like the 29th, and it's just in time for the big Dove season opener. Uh, you getting a lot of guys cruising through there looking for some steel shop for Dove?
19: The steel shop for Dove, 12-gauge and 20-gauge It's finally all arrived, and we're ready to rock and roll, get everybody taken care of for, uh, for next week. Well,
1: Kent was asking me earlier what a box is going for in steel for Doves now.
19: A single box is going for $10.
1: Oh, that's very reasonable. I won't be shooting my 410 for those anymore. I I would hate to even ask what a 410 box might run.
19: Um, I want to say four tens is 13, 14 for a single box. Some, somewhere around there, I believe that's what it was last year. It's, it wasn't too much more. And then <clears throat> I was able to – I ordered some 28-gauge, and I know that stuff shipped uh, end of this past week, so – it won't make it for the first, but probably for the Labor Day weekend, we'll have four ten and twenty eight gauge. Still looking for a sixteen gauge in those small dove size shot size whatnot, but uh, that one's that one's threw me for a loop because nobody nobody makes it. I about the smallest shot size I can find is about fours. So well, you guys you're are always looking for those sub gauges to go out and have some fun, get some shooting in. Well, you guys are really forced to
1: do your planning well in advance because I understand it's two to six months out on ammo orders right now.
19: Oh, easily. It's uh, it's it's pretty tough, and luckily guys are starting to get the uh, the memo and come in early and and uh, and stock up. And instead of planning to get a box or two, they're just grabbing a case, going, "Hey, this is doesn't seem to be getting any any better for the stores." And doesn't matter if it's you know my store or any of the other local stores or even the big box stores. We're all having trouble keeping the shelves full and keeping things in stock like it normally is.
1: Well, I would imagine the basics are probably the most important ammo. And then what's next on your basic list? Waiters, I would imagine.
19: Yeah, I'd definitely say waiters. It's probably getting into the waterfowl season, you know, hunting, hunting in that aspect. Uh, waiters is probably the the second most important thing that I've got, followed by, uh, you know, maybe even getting into duck calls and that kind of thing. But if you got a hole
1: in your waiters, waiters are the most important thing out there because waiters with no holes in it are. Waiters.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The others are leaky boots. <laughs> yes, they are big leaky boots.
2: <laughs> hey, man, you know, this can't, but, you know, looking at uh looking at some of the, the, you know, upcoming seasons, dove season is just a precursor that we can start thinking about waterfowl season. That's the most important part. But we're not that far, you know, we're 30 days or so away from, uh, you know, the, the early goose seasons, the Canadian season and, uh, and, and then the Northeastern opener. And I know there'll be some changes for the Northeastern opener this year. Uh, what are you hearing? Do they have water and guys need to get, uh, you know, get their, uh, names in to try to get drawn for those Tule Lakes and Klamath hunts.
19: Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, most of the refuges have started to submit or post what their protocols are going to be with COVID. I know YOLO Refuge and Grizzly Island Refuges have posted this past week about their protocols for signing up for lottery um, on Tuesdays, Saturdays, Sundays. So I know a lot of stuff is starting to come out finally and getting answers. I know it sounds like Tule Lake is going to be doing – Pretty close to the same, similar thing. I haven't gotten everybody's. You know, everyone's going to do a little, a little bit different, but almost kind of almost the same exactly. So I know uh, Gray Lodge. Uh, I believe their information just is coming out this next week as well. So I know that's a huge refuge that guys locally in the area, you know, really, uh, really attend to. So I think that uh, you know, stay in your car, social distance. You know, most of it's going to be pretty basic to get guys in and out for. For getting our guys out
2: to public ground to go hunting. Yeah, that, that's going to be a, that's going to be a great opener, you know, up there. I know the the biggest key is uh, for that area is water. You know, I mean they they've got to have some water up there. But um, I've been looking around a little bit down here, and there seems to be a lot of mallards. So that's kind of a uh, kind of a good good thing for the first few weeks of the season, anyway.
19: Yeah, definitely. I heard somebody post uh, recently on some social media that they had a group of a group of pintail already make their uh their way down to uh to Grey Lodge. So it's good to see if migration's already starting to kind of kick in it's starting Um, to get cold
1: up there i'm getting calls from eagle lake how cold it is in the morning and that you know the northeast corner is going to
2: get cold real soon i have oak tree in my backyard there's it sounds like i'm under an air raid right now with the acorns falling on the house and (laughs) and uh and the leaves sep if you've been you know you haven't been out of the house much lately but uh the the oak leaves are falling everywhere so just you know a lot of signs are pointing towards maybe some rainfall. Around my place all the oak leaves are kind of burned that are falling. They look like they were <laughs> yeah. in the toaster way too yeah, long. Yeah, they were actually in the toaster. So, uh.
1: well, Tim, you yeah. got it you got it ready to roll if you want to stop in there folks now before the opening of dove season, you got time because Tuesday morning bright and early dove will start flying around and you'll start hearing some guys shooting before they go to work is my guess. Be a lot of guys showing up late that day. Uh-huh. Maybe the afternoon shifts. Well, Tim, real quick, tell them how they can get there. Tell them the website and give them the phone number so they can find out more and come on down and get the goodies they need at Pacific Flyway Supply.
19: Absolutely. We're located on 1690 North Lincoln Street, right next to Ronnie Pratt Ford, gone fishing marine, right on Power Sports. And you can reach us at 707-474-8448. You can find us on the web, pacificflywaysupplies.com, as well on social media. Uh, Come on down. It's going to be a great weekend. Have a good time.
1: You absolutely will. I was there last year for their big event, and it is. Stop by, folks. It's a great sale opportunity to get the things you need before hunting season really starts kicking into gear. Tim, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. He's cooking over there. That place is going to be a little on the busy side. You know, I got another guy here that uh, his name just popped up on the screen. Uh, You've heard him here on the show. He's been sidekick in the studio with me, my good friend, Mr. Richard Burton. Joins us retired now from Honda Marine. He just can't seem to keep his fingers off of engines and went over to the Eastern Sierras for a little work on an engine and some fun with his son just recently. Good morning, Richard.
20: Give me a little bit of an excuse and I am there.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it takes. You call your son and you say, Bring the boat, we're gonna go do a little fishing and working and you headed to the eastern Sierras. And what'd you hit? Silver Lake and Crowley?
20: Yeah, yeah, we uh, had, you know, it's a little bit of a work deal to get over there. We had to book a reservation to get into Yosemite and get through the park, but we was able to manage that. And we pulled into Silver Lake, had a great breakfast, went out, and Richie got a beautiful 5'7", and I got three nice browns, all pound and a half or so. And, uh, and a rainbow in just a couple hours. So it was a nice day on the water. That 5'7
1: you know? was an absolutely perfect looking fish. That's like uh, that the, that's like the way God meant them to look.
20: Does not look like a hatchery fish at all. No, no not, not at, at all. Because they had some coming out, you know. And, and all the resort owners over there, they have not been getting any plants from the state or the county at all. So they've been taking it on their own, buying fish, which they buy large fish anyways. Uh, out of Oregon. I think it's Desert Springs Hatchery, and uh, that lake is stacked with big fish right now, and I, I think he actually uh, has too many. He needs to get a plant in there and smaller fish. Down. Well,
1: right. somebody caught a big fish, too. Well, right after Richie caught his, somebody caught another big one out there, didn't they?
20: Guy had a seven. We uh, we couldn't revive uh, Richie's fish, which we don't typically keep any, and uh, Richie offered it to a guy, and he's already got a seven. He was sitting there on the bank using dough <laughs> bait.
1: Well Richard the Richard the action out the action at any of those lakes should be good because just based on the sheer number of fish that they have. But the eastern Sierra lost several million fish obviously as a result of some hashery outbreaks that they had. And they're supplementing it with what's up here in Northern California helping out, but that's gonna, it's a lot of fish to spread down there. So it's gonna be a little thin for a while until they can play catch up and get things back in gear, I'm sure. So there's other fisheries that are out there. Well, you ended up going over to Crowley Lake and got into some new fishery that you've never fished before. Tell our audience about it.
20: You know, I've caught just about every species of fish there is other than a salmon. So you notice I voted this morning for salmon on Monday. But uh, <laughs> anyways, we did a little bit of work down at Crawley and stayed in one of the cabins down there and uh, went out with the owner of Crawley Lake Fish Camp or the other half of yeah, at Abby on the show a few weeks ago. But uh, Adam and Richie and I went out and we caught perch trolling for trout. We could not get through the perch. We were out about three hours. Uh, had a great time. Uh, the boys, we ate pizza, and they drank a lot of beer. And I bet we got at least 40 and just couldn't stay off of them. And we were, you know, on the downrigger and on the surface everywhere. A lot of fun. I uh, People thrive on that stuff. They've lowered the limit right now to 25 a day.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. It's a yellow perch, a yellow barred perch, whatever they call them, barred perch. It is one of the best eaten fish out there. If you've never eaten one, folks, you need to try it. I would even enjoy it cooked up. You Need a lot of them, but they're they're good. Yeah. But you yeah. know, get this. What size was yours, Richard? I'm used to six, eight, nine inches. What were you catching, Richard? I
20: I you know I had no idea what what a large perch was, and I had three that uh, Adam says, "Hey, those are big fish. They were over two pounds." You know, probably uh, 14 inches long. Did you long? knock the sides you off those? No, they put them all back. He didn't knock the sides off? Yeah, so? No, no, we've, I throw them all back. He As I say, you know, it doesn't matter to me what I'm catching because I throw them all back anyways. All right. <laughs> well, we no, keep a few. When when we're hungry for fish, we'll keep a few fresh fish and. Uh, Cook him up right there. You there are
1: it. people that go out and live for yellow perch. So he's never
2: caught a
20: salmon? No, he's going to on Monday. Never caught a salmon. <laughs> I, I've caught just about everything else in the world, Kent, but I've never caught a salmon. Oh, right. well, Oh Maybe gonna... we can keep your record going for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, hey, well, let, let's talk about fall colors for a minute. Oh, uh, yeah. We've we got a
1: great story that goes with that. Yeah. We just don't have too much time with it, but go ahead.
20: Well, I just booked you in Maryland at Silver Lake for October 17th and 18th in the RV park, uh, the kids and all of us are going over and, uh, then we're going to leave Monday and head to Jackson Rancheria. Aha! Uh-huh. So I got a space tied up for you. Let me know so I can confirm it.
1: Well, Marilyn's writing down the dates right now in the other room. So we'll check that yeah. out and see how it goes. Well, Richard, uh, being able to escape periodically and go out and have these great fishing opportunities, whether you're with your friend's place over at Silver Lake or your, other friends at Crowley Lake, when you're the boat, when you're the Honda Motor rep, you know all those resort owners and everything out there. And these are the places where Richard grew up, where he hung out, and he's an old timer just like me. He's been around for many, many years. These are the places that we love to go and the haunts and to, do more and more fishing and just experimenting and playing in the area and you discover a new fishery at the same time and once you start eating a couple of those richard you're going to find out how tasty they are and you'll be hating yourself for pitching them back
20: (laughs) that's what they say uh you know this retirement deal might just work because the week before last week judy and i were back over in morrow bay and uh, my buddy harold and i were from davis boats we were going to try and get out and do a little bit of fishing bottom fishing over there but uh, the weather didn't permit it, but uh beautiful place to stay. Enjoyed the weather. 109 here in Fresno, it was uh, like 62 over there. Yeah,
1: yeah, you asked me if you needed to bring boots for Monday's salmon trip. Yeah, yeah.
20: definitely bring a jacket and a
1: sweatshirt. I can tell you that right now.
20: Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 that and a patch. Yeah.
1: Really? Two patches. Richard Burton, <laughs> our good friend, retired now from Honda Marine. He's joining us on the trip on Monday on The Real Magic. We're looking forward to it, Richard, and I will see you then.
20: Hey, have a good day, guys. Thanks for sharing with
1: our listeners. We appreciate it. You know, stumbling across a new fishery like that is fun. Marilyn and I did the same thing up at uh, Klamath Lake up in Oregon. We were staying up there at Denny Rickard's place uh, one time catching the big rainbows, and they were telling us about these barred perch. So mm-hmm. we got in the little creek, and there's schools of them everywhere. You can go out there and catch them till you drop. Yeah. It's like bluegill in the Delta, you know. Right. Whatever you want to do.
2: Right. But they are they are pretty good to eat, so that's kind of They're cool. excellent to eat. There are people that go
1: out in the old days <coughs> and catch hundreds of them. <laughs> and maybe that was just the whole
2: family total. Maybe I maybe, maybe that maybe that was. So. But
1: it's uh it's definitely So
2: Richard's a, gonna Richard's gonna draw the first card, obviously, over there in case we only get one salmon bite, right? We're no, we're no, gonna we, make sure he gets a salmon. Or not one at all. Yeah, we don't want him to stay consistent. We'll get him a fish. Yeah, he's going to catch. He's going to. He. We got to make sure he catches. Well, we got to make sure he hooks up with one. Now we don't know if he's going to land it. That's a fact. You know, that's kind of the whole thing. And, and I mean, you know, without without having. Merlin right there over your shoulder coaching you.
1: Well he'll have That's several coaches. He'll have several coaches <laughs> on board. And we'll try to video that whole experience. Hey, we better take a break right now if we come back. It's time for a pure fish and pro staff tip of the week and you've got to come up with it. What are we gonna do with that? Let's take a break and we'll be right back.
5: Amsoil makes top-quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users and experience the difference and performance of synthetic lubricants. Amsoil products are warranty secure, keeping your factory warranties intact. They are high-performance replacements for vehicle or equipment manufacturer-branded products. Amsoil protects other equipment, too. Bulletproof protection for your ATV, side-by-side, UTV, outboard motors, and even your firearms. Switch to Amsoil synthetics for all your vehicle and equipment lubricants. To review the complete line of Amsoil products and to find out more, or to order direct, check out www.kellyoil.com. Your independent Amsoil dealer in our area is Brian and Patty Kelly. Call them today at 800-916-4181. Except no substitutes. Amsoil, the first in synthetics. kellyoil.com. Kingfisher Boats
11: has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is, is your, your heavy, heavy gauge aluminum, aluminum boat headquarters, headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy Paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all out to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfisher Marine and Dixon, gfmarine.com or kingfisherboats.com.
0: It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go
19: fishing.
2: Uh, you know, we talk all the time, step about all the great products from Pure Fishing. You know, whether it's line rods from Penn or... Uh, you know, Shakespeare and Abu and all those other things. But there's the, there's one line there that sometimes gets hidden with our friends at Pure Fishing and that's Hodgman. Hodgman. Hodgman waiters. And, uh, you know, you heard Tim talk about, uh, uh needing new waiters and waterfowl hunters. You know, for a lot of us, Sep, when you take the waiters off in January at the end of duck season and you put them in the garage and you go out there in October and try to put them on, they have shrunk. Yeah, they have. Mysteriously. That. I have noticed. Mysteriously. That. They just don't snap as easy. They, they don't. Sometimes pull. the
1: straps don't come around. And normally
2: them. it's just the top half of the waders are shrunk.
1: Hey, the boots your, are usually the how same about size. about your canvas, your little belt that goes across. Yeah, there see, there's,
2: there's shrinkage in waders and yeah. you may need a new pair. Uh, don't buy a smaller pair. No, no same boot size, but, uh, yeah, no, it's uh it's, it's a problem we all have, but, uh, Hodgman waiters, a great opportunity to, uh, you know, get your new duck waiters out. Don't wait till the opener and don't wait until after the opener. When you realize last year's leak, run down, run to the lake, local swimming pool, your neighbor's pool, your pool and check them out and see if last year's waders have developed a little leaky.
1: I could just see a bunch of guys going down there. Hey, let's all get on our waders and go down the creek.
2: If we can put our duck calls in the truck for a month and drive around town, by God, we can go jump the neighborhood pool with on. They're already swinging on mirrors next to guy's mask. Yes, they are, right next to the mask. And it's hard to blow a duck call with a mask on, just so you know. It affects the feeder call a little just bit. Just cut a hole in the front of it. Oven. It does. Yeah, it does. You have totally derailed this segment, Seth. But I just want to remind everybody, check out Hodgman Waders and the Hodgman products and uh, get yourself some new waders before waterfowl season they're the or,
1: only waders i've got
2: or steelhead season or some of the other things that you guys might be you know jumping in the water with
1: i there. just thought of something i know where there's about 12 pair of brand new waders yeah but they're all size seven the last time i checked no these are the 9 10 11 12 13s i california and the fisheries has a whole bunch of them in a box i'm gonna have
2: to brand spanking new have to check that out Yes, that might be
1: a good idea. I'll have to talk to Mr. Gary Irk about that. Gary is up at Union Valley Reservoir catching
2: kokanee this morning. I have to make a donation.
1: And here's our next guest coming up right now, our good friend that puts out the hot sheet, that puts out the Hurley Chronicles, that writes for Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley. I called him up and asked him to put together a freshwater big fish opportunities, and he more than uh, agreed to all of that. Good morning, Mr. Hurley. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? We're dreaming of fishing some of the places that you're about to talk about.
15: Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, if I was, uh, I wanted to catch fish today and I wanted to be consistent, I would go to Pardee um, because there's lots of kokanee there. They're all caved up in the river mouth. My good friend, Robbie Dunham of Coke Machine Guide Services out there twice this week, and he said that uh, the fish are starting to change. You know, the males are hooking up, they got some color on them now, and you know, it's that time. We're, you know, transitioning to that, and we're seeing that in all the lakes where the males are hooking up. And the females are just loaded with egg. So he's there at the mouth of the river past Deer Island all the way to Columbia Gulch. But these fish are deep now. They're, you know, the, his, his, his shallow rod was at 100 feet, and he was down to 135. And these fish are about 13 inches. You know, you get a few to 14. They do look in good shape, you know, and the meat's good on them. And uh, you got to work for him a little harder. You know, earlier this year it was just lights out at Party, but right now you got to be on it. Some guys are not getting limits. It's it's not a guaranteed thing. But he's running either the Kubarkian Apex or the Watermelon Apex in the one inch size, and he uses a small, smaller smaller Dodger. Dodger, excuse me, at uh, 4.5 inches. So, you know, he says I don't want to scare those fish because these aren't the huge ones. But Party is a really good place right now.
1: Well, it's not only great for kokanee salmon. It's uh, they have, have real of, fish there too. One of the, well, I wouldn't call them real, but I would call them real big. <laughs> yeah, they. have got some potential state. Well, they've got state records out of the out of the reservoir. Smallmouth,
2: yes, yeah, they. And a lot of records. other big fish in that lake. Yeah, double digit largemouth. I mean, up to you know, I mean, ten, twelve pounders. But a lot of big smallmouth in the lake, and this is a great time of year to fish for bass. What good. technique would you be using at it? You know, right now, Sep, I'd probably be fishing a lot of top water especially in the morning and late nice, in the evening. Nice warm water so they're up there looking around. Yeah, and then, you know, you're probably going to have to focus on those fish that are, you know, heat of the day, 20 feet, 25 feet, plastics.
1: Well, Dave, enough about bass. Well, that's,
2: What's a, the, long, hey, I, that's a long bass segment, Dave, that he actually just <laughs> gave there.
15: Hey, while we're on the subject, kid, what do you think the largest kokanee of bass could eat? We had this discussion today because, you know, we got these 19 inches. Depends small, on how big the bass is, Dave you think something could eat a 19-inch coconut? Without a problem. Without a problem? No oh, wow. problem.
1: 19 <laughs> That's inches. That's, <laughs> a 19-inch is pretty big.
2: Yeah, no, not
1: a problem. You know, I, problem. I have seen catfish with like
2: 24-inch fish hanging out of their mouth. Well, keep in mind. Two-thirds digest it down in their stomach. I know you've had a lot of kokanee in your hand. They don't have anything sticky on them, Seth. They don't have... They So they slide down, Sep. They slide down. That's true. Like a double-double from in and out They just gone, dude. With a milkshake chaser. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, gone. that's a
15: really good point. We had this discussion this week, and obviously that's why we have all these big bass and all these kokanee lakes. And there are some second-year kokanee around, which is kind of encouraging. I know Maloney's has been kicking out these huge ones. That number is dwindling Um as you know, there were there was a limited number of those larger three-year fish, but there is second-year fish over by the spillway, mm-hmm. you know, up higher in the wa- water column, and the same things is true at Shaver. The number of big ones there is dwindling as well, but there are second-year fish, and it does seem that uh, you know New Maloney's does have some fairly large bass in it as well. So. You know, I think you're right. They do love these coasts. Maloney's
2: just had a world record spotted bass out of it once already. Uh, the, they you know, that has been since broken, but they're world record spotted bass caliber fish in that lake. Uh, you know, 10 to, you know, ten 11 pound spotted bass in that lake for sure. And you talk to your, your swim bait boys down there in the central valley that you know so well. Uh, and you know, a lot of those guys are throwing, you know, 15 to 24 inch lures and there's a reason they do that. Hey, Dave. Yes. Lake Oroville.
1: lake Oroville is one of those lakes that we don't talk that much about that is about to really solidly come into its own with landlocked king salmon action. We've got some big fish available right now, not a lot of them in the 5- to 6-pound range, but next year what we're seeing now is 18s and 20s are going to be those 4-, 5-, and 6-pound fish. That is a phenomenal freshwater king salmon fishery developing. You
15: know, you are absolutely right on. Uh, it was the only lake that was planted a couple of years ago when they had the king salmon but this year there's been so many lakes planted with landlocked salmon and it has been phenomenal this year for the guys up there really know what they're doing you know i know they're rolling shad between 50 and uh, 70 feet and they've been taking some large kings in there but the fact that there are other ones as well and you know it's interesting because there's not a lot of huge bass in orville are there uh, kent but uh, maybe they don't uh, target the kings like or maybe the numbers of a feed isn't there, or they're feeding on something
2: else. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, it's not. It's not. had not had the kokanee planted in it. Um, mm-hmm. The population of them that has been needed to produce, like, and apparently Shasta. they haven't
1: figured out they could eat the kings yet.
2: They do eat the kings. They were. They were eating the coho really well when they were in there. That was that thing was really starting. Uh, but Orville's just not. A, it's never been known as a trophy fishery. Um, it's got some good spotted bass in it, but it really is the most underrated lake, and underused lake we probably have in the state. Yeah, speaking of another
15: underused lake,
2: Lake Almanor,
15: Dave. Oh yeah, that's that's another great option. You know, and as we're trans, you know, the notice the mornings have been a lot cooler lately, and that's when you're going to get your uh, rainbows, and they've been getting some really nice rainbows and browns out of Almanor. I think a lot of my understanding is they troll a lot in the there, it the not shallows up in the early morning. And they're coming in there, especially when it's when it's cooler like this, and they're in their they're feeding, uh, you know, in the low light periods of time, and uh, it, that's ready to bust out. And I think you're going to see the same thing at Shasta as well. You know, not a lot of guys are fishing Shasta right now because of the heavy recreational use, but I think you're going to see the same thing as we move into the fall. You're going to see some great king salmon, some great German brown, and some rainbow action out of those northern lakes that we haven't really heard about much during the summertime period but there those fish are there and they're beautiful
2: And I get to say, I told you so when that world record spot of bass comes out of Lake Shasta. Well, one place your bass aren't going to get
1: big because we eradicated them a long time ago is
2: Eagle Lake, where they found some. There could be some left.
1: They could be. Some bass fisher might have released one up (laughs) there. There's
2: tulies, there's bass.
1: (laughs) Eagle Lake, folks, the second week of September, I promise you, will be cold in the mornings. The bite will be good. The action will be steady. And when that lake turns over before October 10th or so with the big winds blowing from the north coming down, you are going to have big fish city right till the end of the year they're getting a lot of threes and four pounders now there's fives and sixes in there I have caught several sevens it is a tremendous fishery and Eagle Lake should not be overlooked in the big scheme of things
2: either Mister. when the day has a 40 degree temperature swing from start to finish it's time to go fishing absolutely no doubt about it Dave
1: where would you be going of all the places out there that we've been talking
15: about well you know I like these cold mornings, and to be honest with you, <laughs> I would think that the stripers are starting to get active in the Delta right now, and that's kind of something that I love to do. But you know, we also have some trout plants coming up on the higher on the higher elevation lakes this, uh, next week. Uh, they're going to be planting all of uh, Alpine Caples, Bear River Reservoir, and uh, those ones along Highway eighty eight. Those are always beautiful places to go. I think they got the fire under control up there at Caples. Um, we also got. Uh, plants on the stanislaus river um, those are all great places to go to get away from the crowds um, though uh, i would i would either go to the delta or i would go somewhere up in the high sierras um, you know the smoke has dissipated now which is kind of nice but and the temperatures have really cooled down but i think those those high those high elevation lakes are going to be really good through the month of october especially as they're putting the trout in there
1: well dave you've got a couple lakes uh, close to your new home now over there in oakland have you fished tamascal yet You know, I swam in Lake Tamascow when I was in high school. We were cutting school all the time. That explains your hairline. I never (laughs) saw a single fish in that lake. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, Dave, enjoy. Thank you so much for sharing with us. But don't go over to Tamascow and do any fishing because you won't get very far.
15: Well, I'm very close to the Berkeley Marina right now. So, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm i enjoying that part of it. I'd That's, be over
2: there every afternoon with a cooler looking for James Smith. Yeah, I <laughs> I think you're in a good
1: location there, my friend. Mr. Dave Hurley, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. We'll talk to you again real soon. Take
15: care. Thank you. All right. what
1: a Great system, great report. And I'll tell you what, we really appreciate it. Now it's about time for Maryland and get a clue, isn't it?
0: Get yeah. a clue. you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
5: Hi, this is Marilyn. We've got good, fun stuff to talk about today in spite of conditions outdoors. There's much concern for folks affected by the recent fires, and the very air we're breathing is detrimental to our health. So consider yourself lucky if you get a chance to get out of the line of fire. If the opportunity presents itself, take advantage of the excellent fishing going on in the bay or outside the gate. Book a trip on a party boat or go with a guide and get some fresh halibut, lingcod, rockfish, salmon, or striper. Fresh water has good coconut plus trout. Go where the air is clean, dress for cooler temperatures, and enjoy a stress-free day. Limits are pretty common and the quality of fish is excellent. Get a clue, take care of yourself, and when you see a firefighter, Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield.
0: Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the Internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on New units there's no need to look any further
12: we're not the biggest we're the nicest the Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca!
0: Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com and all shows are archived there too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high definition digital sound. California. Sportsman,
6: Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us, so if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
7: And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Henderson.
1: Well, we're not going to waste a moment of time right now. I'm going to take you live to Boca Reservoir where we're going to be talking with our good friend Sean Rainsberger from Sean's Guide Service. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Seth. How are you guys doing? I'm doing outstanding. What's the action like for you this morning on Boca? We know we talked to your buddy Netzel a little bit earlier. How are you doing there this morning?
9: Oh, we're doing good. we got a fish on right now as a matter of fact well nice fat fish
1: up there and they're not showing too much of a change in anything except maybe a little hook jaw going on the way we
9: hear it yeah barely turning yeah we still got two weeks or so three weeks before they really turn dark well of next year's fish
1: you've been fishing quite a bit over at stampede too tell us what's been going on over there seem to be bouncing back and forth between the two waters
9: we got one over here guys
1: yeah um have you got a double on the reason,
9: reason, <laughs> it's kokiny fish in No big deal, um, just a double going now. Yeah, we're we're bouncing back and forth because of the size of fish. We were getting some nicer ones early in the season at Stampede, but they're they're very few and far between. Seem to be all triploided fish too, which is strange. Um but fourteen inch fish are better than twelve inch fish and that's why we're over here. Now the kokanee shouldn't be triploided. Hmm. No, Cause, they're naturally. Cause now the, I've got a dark one here that's really dark, male. Just got a real dark one. So well, that the, on that one,
1: the lower the elevation, usually we start seeing the fish start to turn. But there's always some fish that'll mature faster than others, just like people, and uh, they're obviously going to show around there. The nice thing about I take
9: a picture of this one for you. I'll yeah, this it, one's really. Send it yeah. on
1: in here. Everybody's on their phones, poking fi- fit pictures of fish around right now, sending them every place. Uh, Sean, the the similarity between the two waters, it's uh the fish can uh, transition from one place to another, but they're not likely to swim up that creek and up back into the dam up there at Stampede. You're relying totally on Stampede no, 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 right no, now. No, no. <laughs> they're trying to net a fish. You can hear it. Let's let's. Don't lift it and swing it into the boat. It's not a bass. Is that what you were giving them coaching on?
9: (laughs) I was having them get the other net because this one, we just netted this dark one and trying to turn out in the middle so we'll have less action here, Sap. Sorry.
1: That's all right. It's not an issue. The nice thing is you're having action out there on the water, and we're sharing that with the folks that are listening and motivating them to get out there and do the same thing. You know, he's just casually cruising along with doubles, so no big deal, folks. I'm sure he'll get it all back together. But the fish, my point was the fish at Boca don't intermix with the fish up at Stampede. They're just not going to swim up the face of the dam and back into it. But the Truckee River delivers the water to Stampede and then into Boca, and that's where the fish are drawn from for the egg collection out of the Truckee River above Stampede. And that's why the fish are a little bit smaller at Stampede this year because the department said if that's going to be our sole and only place to recover eggs because it's so easy and they're so available, then we need to boost up the population in the lake and they added another 75,000 fish to it. That shrank the fish a little bit in the lake. They'll adjust. So we'll see what comes out next time and maybe they'll figure out they only need to put 25,000 extra fish in next year to
2: make sure so we'll find out that's what they send that herd with some spotted bass
1: (laughs) yeah you do exactly the same thing well sean i know you got to take care of your clients there with how much longer are you going to be up there about three more weeks
9: i would say so yeah
1: well, three more weeks of kokanee fishing. They're going to grow a half an inch just because of the hook jaw, and everybody will get fat. The males will start changing color. The females won't. They'll stay chrome bright. Give them the hookup information, the phone number, the website so they can find out more and get out
9: there with you right away. 530-802-4484. You can reach me on the web at net. That's S-H-A-U-N.
1: And that number again, folks, 530-802-4484 for Sean's Guide Service, S-H-A-U-N. Check him out on the internet, book a trip and get into some great kokanee action, just like his clients are doing this doing morning. Action. Have you got another yeah, one got on?
9: another one on. <laughs> All right. Take care of your hey, clients, hey, Sean. Thanks hey, for hooking hey, up yeah. with us. One thing is that mail, I pulled it out of the net just now and it, uh, he's leaking. Really? I don't know what what's yeah. Horny little
1: devil, that's all it is. That's just a horny little devil. (laughs) Have a great day on the water. We'll talk to you again real soon. You guys too. All right. right. Hey, let's head to Eagle Lake while we have the chance and let's climb on board with North State Guide Service. Professional guide Robert Muller joins us right now. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Seth. Hey, I know you're busy and uh, obviously running around on hunting guided trips on the river system and with Eagle Lake. I know you're chasing king salmon today on the Sacramento. How's it been treating you?
17: Well, it's been really sporadic. We've been getting one to four fish every trip and hooking like three to seven fish. But the fish we're catching, a lot of big fish this year. we got fish, average fish right now, probably 20 to 25 pounds.
1: And I would imagine they are sitting there just chrome bright as they're coming up, probably still have some sea lice on them.
17: Oh, yeah. Everything is real bright and chrome right from the ocean. We're still waiting for a big push of fish to come in. It's not red-hot fishing, but fish all day for, like I said, three to ten bites, three to eight bites.
1: Well, one of the most experienced guys on the salt out there, Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com, told me today you are going to see a surge one day, and it's not going to quit. So get ready for the recovery of a whole bunch of salmon from the ocean right into the river systems. It's going to pop up there on you pretty soon. And when it busts, it's just going to bust loose, and it won't be a gradual thing, according to Agni. So... That means that there's a ton of fish staging getting ready to come in, and their bite just outside the gate starting to slow a little bit. So get ready, my friend. Get ready. The river's about We're to ready. bust. ready. There's
17: fish everywhere. There's fish from Bargell all the way down in the bay, and there's fish from Thermale Outlet all the way down to Verona. So just kind of pick your poison where you want to fish. The feather's real low right now. We fished it yesterday, uh, hooked four, and lost two head in net. How not that a little warm over there? Uh, we fished out of Boyd's Pump, just below the falls there. Perfect. Because I had a report the night before, the guy's fishing evening, caught eight, three boats. So we went down there yesterday morning, and the water was 62 when I got there, and it topped out about 2 o'clock at about 65, 66.
1: Well, real quick, tell me what's going on up at Eagle Lake. I know you got to be aware of what's happening up there.
17: So we never did get a thermocline this year. We had fish this summer from the bottom of the lake to the surface of the lake, and It's been real sporadic bite, but they're just now starting to get back up on top for some reason. I don't know why, but the water's under seventy on the surface and you don't get down to the low sixties until you get to about thirty five feet. But I fished it last Friday and I had one client and we were limited out in an hour trolling right in front of the Pike's point there and I was only running I was running downriggers at twelve feet with speedy shiners.
1: Well, that lake's gonna turn over once these winds get started. Those north winds start happening like the first and second week of September. And Robert, you're an experienced Eagle Lake angler. You know exactly what's going to happen right to the end of the year. Well, we just
17: had a big, huge minnow hatch last week. The minnows are just, I mean, they're like a half inch long and the fish that I caught were all coughing them up inside in the ice chest. I mean, there was probably 50 minnows and out of four fish that were just laying in the ice chest floating on top of the ice.
1: Probably be a good idea to remind everybody to get some uh procure chub sauce and put on your Tui Chub scent and put on there because that's what they're eating in that lake, the Tui Chub minnows. Yeah and it they should I, turn
17: on Labor Day weekend it should get good Labor Day weekend from the surface down to, you know, fifteen, sixteen feet.
1: Well, I look forward to it, but I really look forward to getting over on the Sacramento River and getting into some action there. We will talk about that later on, my friend. But in the meantime, give them the phone number and the website so they can find out more and get out there and either share the Sacramento River King Salmon Fisher or getting up to Eagle Lake and catching a trophy rainbow.
17: It's uh, 530-260-7516. And you can get me on uh, my guide page on Facebook at North State Guide Service.
1: Give them that phone number one
17: more time. It's uh, 530-260-7516. And just to let everybody know, I'm almost booked up for the whole month of October. Um, I got Brandon Bishop helping me, and he's got three days the first week of October left, so it's, stuff's going fast.
1: People want to go fishing. People better make reservations.
17: Thank yeah, you, Robert. Exactly.
1: We appreciate your offering and and the generosity of you spending some time with us here on the show, letting our listeners know what's happening at Eagle Lake and on the Sacramento River. Have a good one, my friend.
9: You
1: too, have day, well, Mr. Brown, and we're sitting at home all cooped up. No, you?
2: we're going to go fishing Monday. I'm going to go fishing Sunday. I think you're going to Folsom for bass. No, no, but I'm going to go run around and, and go chase some. Good. Yeah. Where are you going to go, Delta? Yeah. You're not going to tell, are you? No, <laughs> I'm not. But the I'm little, gonna... the
1: little one up towards
2: Auburn yeah. where you hang around. Maybe yeah, up there. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do that, and then I'm going to uh, go with you on Monday, and uh, we want everybody to remember dove season open up. September
13: 1st.
1: And Troy Maggie's been out fishing a lot lately. You've been doing a lot of rock and ling stuff, actually, huh? Yeah,
13: actually, I got an albacore trip in a week ago, too. Yeah, Did I think I good. called you
1: several names that day. Do that you, how you how ever you work?
13: Uh, actually, yeah, I Let's, it in. is. <laughs> Let's call Wayne. Isn't is fishing working
5: when you I think it well, is. Well, I
1: try to claim. Hey, I want to thank all you crazy listeners for hanging out with us today. I hope you enjoy what we're putting out today. And I hope you'll join us again next week right here on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. Starting before us, we've got a whole new segment that's going to be starting next week called Destinations. Thanks to our friends at uh, Mantica Trailer and Motorhome Geo Geo out there, the general manager and I have worked out a great deal that we're going to share destinations with you, things to do on the road, things that you can buy for your RV to make your life even easier. We're going to be checking with a lot of YouTubers along the way. Want to thank you all for listening. Till next week, this is Seb. Tide lines, everybody.
0: We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sepp at sepps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips and more, visit us on the internet at seps.com And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.